so I'm going to be in trouble because I didn't take into account the reading, but I'm going to read from John 20, and this is verse 11. So this is John chapter 20 and verse 11. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. And as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they've laid him. Having said this, she turned round and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. This is God's word. Uh, some of us um, get emotional at funerals. I confess I didn't, uh, not even at my mom's funeral five years ago. Uh, instead, I did two things. I, number one, I quit my job. And number two, uh, I applied for this other job uh, just because, just because he had the word cancer in it. And I guess for me, that was how I grieved the death of my mom. But I want you to imagine if you couldn't do that, if you, could, if you couldn't do anything to grieve, or even if that somehow you were stopped from attending that funeral of that loved one. And, you know, that really did happen to a lot of people during COVID. You know, losing someone you love, not being able to say goodbye. And, you know, when that happens, something inside of you kind of dies because it's almost as if you lose that person all over again. Whether it's to say goodbye or even to say, I'm sorry, you know, you've been kept from closing that chapter on that very, very sad event in your life. And that's kind of, kind of the situation that we find Mary uh, in this chapter, you know, Mary is at the tomb of Jesus without the body of Jesus. And it's a very strange combination. And they keep asking her this question. It's quite annoying, actually. Why are you sad? <laughs> Why are you weeping? Verse 13 and verse 15. Please do not go to a funeral and ask people, Why are you sad? Huh? Don't do that. But Mary... Uh, she actually answers that question. It's quite amazing. 
And she doesn't say, I am sad because Jesus died. What does she say? She says, they have taken my Lord. I don't know where they've laid him. And she says, just tell me where you have laid him and I will go and get him. All Mary wants is you know, the body of Jesus Christ to bury him, to honor him, to say goodbye to him, to grieve over Jesus. And, and she can't, she can't do that. Well, what do we learn from this? Well, friends, I'm not sure if you realize this. This is how Easter begins in very deep sadness. And I mean the joy, that's, that, that will come, you know, Jesus is raised from the dead. But this joy comes to this person who experiences such great sadness that first Easter morning. I mean, it doesn't come to Peter, disciple number one, or John, the most loved disciple. It comes to this person who cannot control her tears, Mary. And it's saying that this resurrection day, this resurrection event, it comes to people like these. People who weep, who mourn, who grieve over brokenness and death. And it comes to us to wipe away our tears. And so that's the first thing that we see. We see Mary's tears. Mary's tears, that's our first point. But secondly, we see Mary's confusion. We see her confusion. And this is verse 14. She saw Jesus standing and did not know it was Jesus. Verse 15, she supposed he was the gardener. <laughs> Imagine Jesus comes into class today, sits in the front row. And after this, Mark Knight comes to Jesus and say, hey, sign up for SPTC next year, okay? <laughs> That is a lot. That is a lot like Mary thinking that Jesus Christ is the gardener. It's confusion. Except Mary knows what Jesus looks like. Mary knows what Jesus sounds like. And it's actually when Jesus says her name, Mary, verse 16, says her name and she goes, it really is him. <laughs> this really is Jesus. And she calls him this word Rabboni. Or in Malaysia, we would say, zhe, zhe, like teacher. La. That's, that's what Rabboni means. Rabboni means teacher. And that's what she calls him. It means she really knows it really is him. But the question is, why is there this delay? This delay between seeing Jesus and believing it's Jesus. This gap between verses 14 and then 15 and then 16. And it's our second point. It's this confusion. You see, confusion is the gap between seeing Jesus and knowing and believing that it's really Jesus. And it's confusion not because you can't see him or hear him or even approach Jesus, but it's a kind of confusion that says, I can't, cannot be la. No way, it cannot be Jesus, even though he is standing right in front of you. 
Now, Easter means you believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And, you know, we Christians, we even believe that we, you know, we are going to rise from the dead and be with Jesus. And to be honest, I'm not sure. I'm not sure we are ready for that because it's quite crazy. <laughs> In fact, it sounds too good to be true. It's one thing to say Jesus is alive, but can you imagine seeing him with your own eyes? I'm talking about this confusion, a kind of confusion, not because it isn't true, but because it sounds, sounds too good to be true. And that's our second point. But finally, we see Mary's joy. We saw her um, sadness, we saw her confusion, but we end with her joy. And I like how Jesus has to tell Mary, hey, let go of me. <laughs> and he says to her, don't cling to me. I have to go to the Father. And Mary, you know, she just hugs Jesus. Of all the reactions you see in the gospel to Jesus Christ, some people bow down to him. A lot of people are quite scared of him. You know, the disciples are always afraid of Jesus. But Mary, she just hugs Jesus. And I think that's, that's really, really great. She's so happy to see him again. But Jesus says, I have to go. And you, you have to go. You have to go to the brothers. You have to tell them. And he says, tell them, I am ascending to the Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Now, there's probably some very serious, heavy theology going on in just that one statement. You know, my Father, your Father, your God, my God. And Jesus is probably saying he's opening up the way to the Father. And we can come to God through Jesus Christ. Call him Abba, call him Father. And that's true. But I want to end by just looking at what happens to Mary after Jesus says this. Because you see, she runs to the disciples and what does she say? She says, I have seen the Lord. First thing, first thing she says is, I saw Jesus. And why is that important? Because you know, you know, you know, we are doing this thing now, we're giving talks, we're preaching, or you go to Alpha and you tell your friend the gospel. Or you stand in front here at SBTC and you give this amazing talk saying, hey, I'm going to tell you this amazing news that will change your life. Do you realize when you do this, people are looking at you and they're thinking, hey, does this guy really believe what he's saying? He's telling me this will change my life. Has Jesus changed his life? And the thing is, with Mary, you can tell it really has. She has seen Jesus. And therefore, everything she says about him, it is true, it is real. Jesus really did rise from the dead. And the proof of this is her joy. It's her joy. And so, We've seen three things. In conclusion, in John chapter 20, we've seen her tears, her confusion, her joy. We see tears when we don't see Jesus. We see confusion when we don't get Jesus, but we also see joy. Joy in someone who receives Jesus, but also shares Jesus with everyone they know. 
Let's pray. Heavenly Father, help us to see Jesus as our treasure in this life and the life to come. In his name, amen.